18th of uh, March, uh, 21, uh, disruption, 47, maritime. Um, we opened a, a digital wallet. It really has no means for now because suppliers don't use uh, Cardano, Ethereum, and Bitcoin so much, but we are ready to uh, get the fees in that uh, side, 10% uh, towards 50%. I believe this uh, Bitcoin will be a means of exchange of fees in the future. Uh, in the rest of uh, supply side, uh, suppliers side, sorry, in our crew management business, probably if any of our current suppliers accept these currencies, and of course, if you are a country that is considering to ban Bitcoin, please think about it three times. Yes, one, two, three, done. Okay, thank you very much for accepting Bitcoin in your country. So then we also have uh, uh, Cardano and Ethereum. As I mentioned, those are the two strategic uh, currencies that we are looking at operations. Also investment, uh, I mentioned uh, 50 Cardano, 30 Ethereum, 20 Bitcoin, because the price. And uh, we mainly wanted to start this uh, digital wallet to uh, start contracts. And uh, uh, today is uh, Thursday, 18th of March. I expect for uh, Wednesday, uh, 22nd, approx uh, 24th, sorry then that we will have some kind of outcome and we invite a supplier, for example, a doctor in, uh, in another country, uh, hospital, uh, uh, PCR test, uh, any uh, uh, taxi drivers, any agents, uh, any, for example, Maritime administrations, here we have endorsements of uh, the flag of conveniences. Uh, we have maritime schools. There is a whole bunch of suppliers. Uh, still, we cannot get into the uh, wages side because until these digital currencies become more stable, which we hope they do, we cannot start paying wages in digital currencies, although it is highly uh, appreciated that it is real-time and it is zero-cost uh, transfer so we can verify compliance, accountability and that for me is very important also it reduces the bureaucracy burden and uh, it really requires those nationalities that can start playing that game that they have simple transparent systems because if we have to make, say, an enlistment contract from one nationality, 20 discounts, 20 columns, 20, as I call them, PPP, please pass the paper. Well, I'm sorry, there's no papers here. So then your game is done. My game is done. Let's uh, please pass the digital. And that's one transfer, one approval, one enlistment contract. What else? One payroll. Uh, that's all. Done and we have the proof, accountability. So in that respect, we can really get much better than uh, a lot of clients because our systems are with these digital wallets in place. And sometimes 
we could even uh, make it uh, simpler and faster to uh, pay suppliers if we need in emergency to get some, um, let's say, uh, special uh, a doctor to do a medical examination very fast and very fast the taxi driver so that that uh, seafarer hero joins the ship and, and uh, everything in, in, a, in a schedule, in emergency situation like we are now then perhaps it's very important to have the uh, very uh, fast zero cost transfer directly to that doctor so the doctor really is motivated to uh, uh, give us priority service because we pay full fast zero cost therefore I believe it is going to be a huge advantage for uh, crew management and all the sectors involving maritime but still perhaps in the little figures uh, many suppliers different countries areas not just one supplier big money because the uh, conflict that has these uh, digital transfers is that if we get it wrong we cannot get the money back and that will make a huge amount of transfers this could be a problem in the uh, trainee side it looks like uh, finally we got someone to join our Candina uh, uh, Fleet PTA limited office in Singapore I believe uh, Singapore is strategical we're looking forward to having a trainee for long term because that person probably will be CEO in a very short uh, time and uh, should the training be done perfect and uh, we appreciate very much Singapore Shipping Association thank you very much and the Singapore Maritime Foundation for helping us in this respect you have done a great job I mean it's very uh, I am very honored to, to, to have uh, our company in Singapore I have uh, big hopes for that company as employer for Candina Group diversified with Panama and uh, for, for me it's very strategical to have these two employers uh, in two sides of the world but very very maritime long-term perpetuity <laughs> companies and uh, for me I believe that there is a huge potential in Singapore and uh, also we have in Panama employer Pacific Fruit Management Two is enough, we don't need more, it's like two legs, two legs, two flag of convenience, that's enough. And uh, we hope that in that respect, the Maritime uh, uh, Singapore uh, Hub, the cluster, the, the uh, competence uh, of uh, Singapore will help us to, to, to improve in this uh, simplification and leasement contracts, simplification of these suppliers, PNIs, simplification of quality today, we have our quality audit and uh, perhaps obtaining these ISO and maritime level convention certifications, it's simpler, it's faster, we can do it digitally and uh, we have passed the audit uh, successfully today but we would rather also to include environmental uh, health prevention as you have seen today, it's critical area health prevention even though I mentioned many many times and then also corporate social responsibility which previously we used to have to make interviews for an auditor in person but today uh, this coronavirus is really uh, helping us to show you and everybody else that would it be possible all the companies in Singapore to be certified by these five critical certificates I believe it would be huge competitive advantage for Singapore and I would join them 
it would be really nice to have this uh, availability of these five certifications because most of them overlap. If we look at, for example, ISO 9001, we can accountability, how many papers we use, how many uh, checklists we make, and how much uh, ink we use and electricity. These are the only main environmental factors that uh, are key elements in our business. Then, as crew management I mentioned, then we can go towards these uh, health uh, prevention areas which I mentioned many, many, many times. Yes, we have to use this uh, protection for, for the virus and we have to keep the distance of 1.5 meters and then we have to keep the window open. And, uh, but we forgot one, uh, dear friends, and this is the uh, uh, psychological effect of being one year uh, uh, under curfew and uh, one year, well, in our case, perhaps that uh, we invest in uh, working and we are in touch with a lot of people and uh, then it's different, but uh, perhaps young people, perhaps people that don't, they're not surrounded by others in their families, whatever, suffer a little bit more this one year lockdown and perhaps this is going to last for, let's say, 10 years. I made previous uh, statistical numbers about this, so unless they give us in 7 billion humans today, therefore this will uh, require us to better serve this, this uh, virus and it will really touch the stress, the relationships we have with, between each other. We have to have accountability of this. I am sure there is apps that uh, really help in this respect and uh, we are investigating Barcelona, I think Council had one app to find out how many times I discuss or had debates with others and that means that perhaps we should improve our ways and account them and uh, simply just work there. I am sure that also these uh, PNIs would uh, really get into the uh, prevention of these health issues, we have watches that we can do today. I think really it is nonsense to uh, have uh, protection and prevention instead of uh, protection and, uh, and uh, indemnity name. I think we have to change the name of these uh, protection and indemnity clubs because they should be called protection and prevention clubs. Very simple because the health issue preventing now. I believe that uh, with this virus is enough now that uh, we all understand it is very important to prevent health issues. So we can live longer, live happier, and therefore the maritime community can be much more prosperous. And perhaps instead of going from 60,000 ships to 100,000 ships, we can go to 140,000 ships, ecological and all this. So why not? And there is a huge uh, uh, maritime disruption going on today in respect of wages. Unfortunately, the wages of the ratings are going down. And this is a tendency that I explained in the previous video about inflation, deflation. And this is not uh, the cause of this. It's not really the maritime supply demand of ratings. I think it has more to do with macroeconomic tax issues that governments have overspending and the uh, perfect utopic uh, uh, spending is only 5% for governments. I mean, they should not be allowed to spend more than 5% GDP and not even uh, print money. Uh, that's not uh, 
what uh, it should be allowed to do. And uh, disruption in justice, where well, this is an area that I'm still waiting after, yeah, whether this maritime community that we love so much working for that is so fun and exciting, we have to adapt to all these circumstances, although we were already adapted and we are even growing and as raw materials raw, well, yes, are we raw? Yes, are we raw uh, uh, essentials? Of course, are we raw fundamentals? I think that the maritime sector has to be called fundamental, not essential. We cannot be compared with the shore people. I mean, we are sea, sea working people, therefore our mentality is 24-7. We are here to have safety first and then we can look across how much utility we can generate but first is safety and we don't have time for that i mean we do 24 7 safety first and this the show people we have seen with this virus they they, they are just not up to the standard we work at 100 percent key performance indicator and the justice works at five percent and we have seen how they have stopped this virus so we we, we, we see that we, we do not have to go there. Now, can we, the maritime community, require uh, these very intelligent and doctorate uh, organizations that uh, have meetings with a lot of people, can we require them to say, please, leave us aside. Can the justice be simply maritime justice? Can one country say, okay, yes, Estonia went first and said, tax and flag of seafarers and other flag, sorry, is zero tax. Now, can a country say law and justice is for the maritime? Maritime. We cannot have our uh, justice under the hands of shore people. I mean, these people are only 5% efficiency. We, we are 100%. Uh, we must keep the show moving. We are talking about 90% uh, of uh, world transport goes by sea. Therefore, how can we stop that? We have seen it has not stopped this year. Now, we have to improve it. How can we improve it? Okay, let us have our own sentences. Let us have our own arbitration. Let us have in Singapore, for example, or in any other countries, some just maritime justice, and we abide by rules, regulations of those. We have enlistment contracts with the scales, we have ITF agreements, we have PMP, protection and, uh, and indemnity clubs, yes. And we have all kinds of different uh, areas, subjects that we are, uh, BINCO contracts, uh, shipman, crewman, uh, all types of contracts already in place. And uh, so why not improve this area of interest? I believe it's very, very interesting that uh, we move forward and uh, then in the officer side, the wages are uh, about the same as before. We used to pay chemical tankers $13,000. That is going down, 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 down to $11,000, dollars I always recommend to officers just thinking long term. Uh, stability for me is the most important thing that we can be happy and know that we are uh, very well uh, regarded in our company and we provide utility, intrinsic value and of course safety is first and uh, this is the most important thing for me. How much we might earn, well it could be important for some people but we are not going to take it to the other place. So 
then the most important thing is live long and be happy and have a nice weekend. Thanks for your time. Bye.